I like to uh, sort of uh, free a good friend of ours of uh, that reputation that a good friend of ours has been getting. And uh, the, the bad reputation actually has been coming from us. <laughs> it's our good friend love. Okay. Uh, we've been giving a bad reputation, even within within uh, within the close ones who are trying to be loving, who are trying to be uh, uh, trying to uh, exercise love. We would like love to be more out in the world. And in the way that we give it a bad reputation, that in our own minds, in our own attitude, in our own behavior. Sometimes we think of love as uh, as being uh, a weakness. Sometimes we we may consider love to be uh, a power, but we don't really believe it deep within our hearts. We think it's an ideal that it would be nice if love was was a power, but the real power, the the, the thing that really gets things done, is anger. When you want something done. It's not loving that's going to get it done. It's showing anger, standing on your ground. You think standing on your ground is, is, is uh, not necessarily is, is a sort of strength. But love is nice when everyone around you is being nice. Love is good if others are loving, then it will be, it's okay for you to love. So this is the bad reputation that we've been given love. <laughs> okay, that we don't really, we don't really think of it as a power. We think of it as a nice idea. In a perfect universe, maybe then we can be loving to everybody. But you can't start out loving everybody because we are thinking of love in a wrong way. We are thinking of uh, 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 love more in a sense of. Uh, Okay, uh, I'll I'll uh, take I'll gamble being weak. I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll make myself into a, 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 I'll, I'll let people take advantage of me for a little while. We think that's what that's when we are exercising love when we are allowing ourselves to be taken advantage of. Okay, you have to remember the meaning uh, the, the meaning of love. Yes, there's a meaning there's a definition. <laughs> Not something that is completely indescribable. I mean, you 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 feel it sometimes. You know, it's really having a, a genuine sense of concern for the welfare of someone else, for the happiness of someone else. It's having a genuine concern for that. And when you have that genuine sense of concern, a genuine uh, 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 your mind really turns toward really wanting, really wishing. Someone, someone else to be happy, then you don't have to worry about uh, the course of action that you take. In the beginning, before uh, before you uh, see yourself acting out of love, you might think you might be you might be uh, trying to figure out what's the proper action that will be a loving action. Okay, and we think of let, letting letting myself be uh, being trampled upon, letting myself be. Uh, uh, the abuse that will be an act of that will be an act of love, but that's not necessarily the case. 
Okay. When you just practice these verses uh, and 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 you and you and you start with just the words in your mind, I wish others to be happy, and you can start naming who the others are. You know, take on people, people, uh, members of your family, friends that you know, strangers that you may have met on one occasion, or people that you see, you know, uh, in the, in public while you're outside, and you just say the words in your mind. I wish so and so was happy. I wish so and so was free of, of, of whatever problem that you're having. And just having the words in your mind, that's that's how you begin. And in uh, in time you will definitely develop those into a genuine sense of concern. When you have uh, uh, that, just the thoughts in your mind, just the words in your mind, may, uh, may so-and-so be happy, and you, and you have to interact with that person, with, with that thought in your mind, then the right action that you must take that will be a, a means of fulfilling that you will, you will, you will eventually come to know what it is. You don't, don't worry about what the action should be before you have the the, the intention. Have the, in, the intention first, and then the, right, the the proper action will follow. Okay. Of course, we will make mistakes. Uh, the, some of the mistakes that we will make is we think we are having a genuine sense of concern for the other person's happiness, but it's really a, a selfish. A selfish kind of concern that sort of disguises itself as a concern for another, or it could be that uh, we are not quite uh, uh, familiar. We're not quite uh, uh, habituated to acting out of that concern, with especially for, for strangers. And we do something that we think is out of that concern, and that and what we do ends up probably harming the person rather than helping them. Okay. But don't think that that action, that immediate action, or that immediate, especially that immediate result that you get, is the result of, oh, this is what happens when you love someone. And you hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Or stop loving, uh, you love too much, that's why you're in so much, so much trouble. That's why you're so much pain, because you love too much. Okay. And we start to associate those failures because we think it's, oh, we were trying to be loving. And it reaffirms our, our a deep-seated conviction that love is not power, it's not power, it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. And when you love someone, you're really uh, sacrificing. You're really putting your life at stake. You're putting yourself in danger for someone. And, and that's what loving is. That's what, that's what we think it is. Okay. So we have to we have to start to reevaluate our understanding of love. We have to we have to start seeing whether or not is it truly a power. This this spiritual ideal that we have about love is, should we continue with this? Is love truly a power? Is it and if it's a power, is it really more powerful than anger? And it has to be something that is. Uh, that can be measured in, in, in some way or another. Okay. Not just some abstract, not, or not just some forever abstract that you can never demonstrate to anyone 
that's just uh, uh, the only power it has. It has it's it's a it, uh, it's nice. It's a nice sound. It makes nice sounding words. It makes beautiful poetry. You know, it, it makes best-selling novels. But that's the only power it has. As far as practical dealing with people, getting get, getting results is concerned, uh, we have to see how love is is more powerful in getting those kinds of in in those hands-on practical aspects. They aren't just beautiful words and beautiful sentiments. Okay. And the way you begin to exercise it is just with the words. I wish that person to be happy. And then we keep saying that more and more and more and more and more and more until there comes a, a, a time when it becomes the automatic reaction. When you're in a situation where anger would have been the, 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 the natural reaction where anger is telling you, okay, now I'm, I'm coming to, to your, to your that term? I'm coming to your rescue again. Okay, don't don't fall for, for anger telling you it, it's coming to your rescue. Anger, if it, if anger was 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 some entity, or was some something outside of you that you that you depend on, it's it's it's. Its only motive is your destruction, not, not your destruction, but your misery. Okay, and it will promise you the world. It will seem to demonstrate that it has the power to be able to give you whatever you want. But just look at the examples in your own life. You've surrendered to anger many times. You've surrendered to anger instinctively. And the times that you, 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 you consciously didn't act out of love, and the time that you consciously didn't act out of, uh, uh, spontaneously didn't act out of anger, it seemed that anger maybe may have been more. But the thing that uh, anger has promised you, so far you don't have it yet. You're still lacking it. So maybe you start, it's time to start questioning whether or not taking refuge in anger is really for your benefit and start to question the promises that anger is making us. Maybe anger is not really out for our uh, best interest. And start to examine, perhaps, the enemy of anger, love. Maybe if, if, if you uh, take refuge in, in that instead, maybe you, start, you, you may start to see what you're promised. Okay. Uh, so, and in in the uh, in the training in trying to make in trying to reverse this, this this habit where you see yourself responding eventually uh, spontaneously out of love rather than anger, where the action that you take you take it because you're con- you have a, a a genuine interest in the happiness of the person that you're re- relating 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 with. You have to understand that from from you where you are and and, and that state that you're uh, aspiring to, it's a training. You cannot do not expect yourself to be a completely you know uh, uh, a, a perfect saint just because you, you decide at this moment okay I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give love a chance and just saying to yourself I'm gonna give love a chance. Don't expect yourself to be a saint at that moment. And when you see yourself in a situation that is difficult, 
and you don't see that love coming out, you see the anger uh, coming out more. Don't, don't, don't tell yourself, well, it's impossible for me to do that. that that's impossible to do. There's no way I, 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 that the ideal is just an ideal. It's, it's not practical. You cannot become that. In the same way that anger seems to be more uh, spontaneous, it, the same way, it, it is the same, is the same method you're going to uh, apply for love to become spontaneous. The, what made anger spontaneous is just a habit. Habit. And then, what keeps anger strong is the uh, deception that anger gives us. It seems that we are getting what 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 anger promises. It seems to be that way. Perhaps it ain't give us everything that it promised, but it gives us a little bit of a little bit of, uh, of what it promised. It seems that way, and then we focus on on those. Especially when uh, you're in a situation where anger, you you're up in anger. I'm not talking about you know uh, situations where you already believe that it's not a, it's a, uh, anger is not an appropriate response. It's I'm talking about specifically those 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 situations where you feel you are being spiritual. You feel that you are being you're uh, being very right by being angry. Okay. It's, it's, it's those moments, those moments that you have to be careful. And in, the, in those moments, when you act out of anger, you may feel a sense of satisfaction. That person needed a good yelling to, because that person harmed you, and you need to... And then, the, the thing with... Uh, and also... Uh, not uh, not to go too far, but lose something. What connected with anger? Don't look at the uh, uh, this, the 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 surge of power that you may feel at that moment. That's not what that's not what anger. Okay, anger is the intention to do harm, to to react. In a way where the, where, the, where, the, where, the, where the person is harmed. Okay, that's what you have to look for. That's where the anger is. So the power, the, the surge of power that you feel, you can use that surge of power with the intention to 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 benefit the person. So you sort of uh, have to uh, train yourself in in uh, mm, reclaiming the power that anger has uh, either uh, uh, taken from you or the power that you have given, given to anger. You have to take it back. You have to reclaim it. So look for the intention. It's not so much that there's an injustice here and I need power and I need strength and force to, to, uh, to address this injustice. That is, that is very noble to be able to do that. But if anger is what's guiding it. If anger is what is uh, taking uh, control of the of the of that power, then the result is not going to be good for you. The result is not going to be good for the party involved. It's not going to be it, 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 what anger is promising you. It's not going to be able to deliver. It's only going to bring you more of that condition. And so, and, and for what purpose? 
so that in the future it, that, that, that very same problem can exist again so that anger can continue to exist if, there's no more, if there are no more situations that brings about anger and anger is promising you to remove those situations that anger will be like you know, up to its own you know, trying to commit suicide because anger will only create a situation for, ang- for anger to continue Although it's promising you the end of that situation. That's where the deception comes in. And you, have to, you have to really see it as a deception. And when we clearly see, oh, it's like uh, we know someone is lying to us and tells us to uh, go right or go left. We never don't go right or left if we are convinced that the person is lying to us. So when we become convinced that anger only deceives us, so when we feel... When we, when we see ourselves prompted to act out of anger, that is, the intention to see a harm uh, 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 come to that person. We don't want to act out of that intention. Okay. So, being effective, we want that. When we see injustice, and we want, we, want, we want to address the injustice. And we want to address the injustice with effectiveness. You can, you, can, you can still address it. You can still have strength in addressing it with just having a different intention. The intention for the person, for everyone involved, to be free of pain. For everyone involved to find true happiness. I mean, I, 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 last week, was it last? Yeah, last week was I was very political. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. I was a little bit. <laughs> I'll be a little political, a little bit less. <laughs> so you, you have these enemies, right? The enemies of the state, the enemies of you know, in whatever form they are. If, if that person who is the enemy, who is attacking you, if you can somehow truly make that person happy, would that person still be an enemy? And if you see that person as an enemy and, and you have the intention, oh, this person is troubled, what can I do to make that person happy? And then you approach that person, you engage that person in a way that will make that person happy. Then maybe with that approach, you may even you may eventually put an end to what you're trying to put an end with that person. But if you have the intention, I mean, if you consider your own situation, if someone approaches you and that person seems to want to harm you, what is your natural reaction? To like, get defensive. Get defensive. Yeah. And, and uh, how do you view that person? As a threat. As a threat, and what would you want to do? What, what do you want to happen to that person? Just get him out of the way. You want that person out of the way? Just out somewhere away from me. Yeah. And if harming that person will do it, yeah, that's fine. That, that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, just do. whatever to get them out of the way. Yeah. So in the, in, the, in the same way that you you are defensive, in the same way that you you want to wait a minute, I better hold on to a capacity to harm that person also in my in your, in you when you see yourself being threatened, when you see yourself being approached with the intention to harm. So, if someone is, has become your, your, uh, your enemy and you approach them with that same intention, that intention is not going to make them stop. It's only going to 
create the same initial reaction that you that that, that you that you yourself would have. Mm-hmm. And normally, in uh, in the normal situation, is I should harm that person first before they harm me. That's how I will prevent myself being harmed. Mm-hmm. But if you approach someone with with a genuine in, in, intention for their for their happiness they may react differently and of course it, uh, uh, immediately it comes to your mind of course uh, that, that has already happened before when you have good intention and towards someone and that person may view it as you're trying to harm them of course those situations exist you have to be realistic but the point is as far as you are concerned you have become convinced of the deceptive nature of anger that is the, the the intention to harm someone and you don't and and not only it's not only that uh it doesn't bring about good crops not only that it doesn't really help someone else but everyone involved especially you ends up not where you want to be and when you're convinced of that then you're not going to allow that intention to govern your your actions your activities anymore you don't want, you don't want it to have any part in any activity that in any action that you take that's where you eventually want to end up so when you, whenever uh, so you want to end up in a in, in a place where when you encounter situation and you see sentient beings you see others you want to your, you want to have your immediate reaction to be what can i do to at least uh, not harm them and then if you want to go more if you want to be more spiritual than that what can i do to bring happiness in the situation and uh when that intention becomes uh automatic within you others are able to sense it and when they sense it they will they will not have the uh, they will not have the uh, they will not feel the need to have a defense they will not feel the need to let me harm you before you harm me of course there are those who will because we are already convinced we cannot expect others not to be convinced of it we might see it as oh that person is weak that person loves don't be afraid of that don't let that make you uh, make make a step back let me go into strength of anger remember anger is no strength it's 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 it what's it's what's been destroying you all this time okay always stand in a point of what will make this person happy what will remove the the suffering of this person and focus on focus on that and that will give you the clarity eventually one day that you need that that's what makes bodhisattvas powerful that's what makes bodhisattvas effective the only concern is the welfare of others they may be they may have started with 
being the, the, the dumbest person in, on the planet. But if they're able to hold on to that as purely as they can, what they need to do will come to them, will be, will be clear to them. And even after the moment that they've exercised this brilliant, uh, 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 this brilliant strategy or this brilliant action, they, and at the end of it, when it's finished, they finish, they will go back being, you know, that stupid, stupid, the, most stupid, the stupidest person on the planet. But because of, 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 of the ability of holding on to the pure intention of wanting others to be happy, they are able to have those incredible moments of clarity. And here's the magic, if that's, if that's not uh, the, the magic. Uh, it is with the power of love that the Buddha was able to subdue the wild elephant, if you remember that, that situation. Uh, do you remember when you were, a, I don't know, when you were a little child, that there was a guy running around called the Buddha? Do you remember that? <laughs> Maybe you were a fly, you know, floating around. <laughs> well, <laughs> during the time of the Buddha, uh, uh, there was one person who thought that the Buddha was just weak with his love, weak with his being, uh, the Buddha needed to exercise more, more authority, more strength, you know, show more anger. Uh, no, uh, and in thought that they would have, they would have done it, they, they could do a better job. So they, <laughs> they tried to kill the Buddha. And one of the ways that he tried to kill the Buddha was uh, to send a wild elephant towards charging towards the Buddha. And and people asked, uh, what, uh, by what power was the Buddha able to do that? It was simply the Buddha had no intention to harm the elephant whatsoever. And in, on, on, on top of that, the Buddha only had the, the, the elephant's best interest in mind. Only wanted that, the, the, the elephant to be happy. And if trampling upon his body would have made the elephant happy, truly happy, the Buddha would have been more than happy to oblige the elephant. But the elephant senses that there is no danger in, the, in that object. I don't have to harm it so I can protect myself. It was a, by the power of love the Buddha subdued the elephant. And when uh, there are many uh, description of of how did the Buddha subdue the the the, the army of uh, demons attacking him when he was under the Bodhi tree. Some people would try to give you know, a wisdom aspect of it because he saw the emptiness of the, the the demons and therefore the demons were were not demons in, in to him. Now, <coughs> And this is the answer. <laughs> it was because the Buddha only had the intention of love. With that intention, he subdued the demons. So, if we can do that into a situation with that intention, even if it's just words, and that's your practice, and in, in the beginning, you have the words in your mind. They may not be genuine, they may not be a heartfelt, they may not be a real emotion, but at least they exist in your mind as a word, as some, some, sort, of, some sort of mental chatter. And eventually it will take root, eventually it will become a genuine, genuine emotion. But it's a practice. And, and you don't become a saint just because you, you decide to do the practice. That means there are times you're going you're you're to fail. There are times anger is going to take over. There are times when uh, 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 you're going to fight, you're going to fight, you're going to fight, and you're going to find yourself so almost like immo immobile, 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 immobile. 
You get moved. <laughs> paralyzed. That's, you find yourself paralyzed. Because you're fighting. You have to rejoice in that fight. Anger didn't take over yet. You're still fighting anger. Even if it lasted two seconds. And especially if, it, if the fight lasts, the longer the fight lasts, the more you have to rejoice. That you are able to stop anger from messing around with you. Taking over again. Rejoice. And as you are rejoicing, you are stopping anger from acting. Okay. So rejoice. And it, that's, your, that's, that's a very important practice for you to do. To rejoice at those moments when you stop anger from, from, from uh, uh, dragging you around. Okay. And, and every once in a while, make a conscious, make, bring a conscious word in your mind, may others be happy. And then try to make that into a, a heartfelt wish. But don't worry about it if it's not a heartfelt wish yet. If it's just the words, just stay with the words. And just have the intention, I want this to be a heartfelt wish once, one day. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's uh, hurry up and med- meditate. And <laughs> <laughs> <Late. laughs>